This episode of the Helicraft Podcast is brought to you by our first ever Summit of Awesome, which will take place May 1st through 3rd in Washington, D.C. The Helicraft Summit of Awesome is three days filled with business seminars for crafters and artists, hands-on workshops, the D.C. premiere of the indie craft documentary Handmade Nation, and a Saturday night party. All summit activities will take place in the wondrous and vibrant independent businesses in Mid-City, the 14th and U Streets northwest area of Washington, D.C. Our seminars and lineup of speakers will show you how to grow your craft, green your craft, and be prosperous in this ever-changing economy and best of all you'll get to meet and hang out with other artists and crafters just like you your registration includes all programming from friday through sunday spaces are extremely limited so register now just go to hellocraft.com Welcome to the HelloCraft Podcast, Episode 10. I'm Tina Seamonster, and each week I collect stories of your handmade life. Stories of how making and buying handmade connect us to our past and our future. This week, Morgan learns to crochet. Hello, Craft. My name is Morgan, and I make various crochet projects, and I also work with embroidery, stencils, screen printing, and sewing. I have been crocheting since I was 11 years old. I remember sitting backstage of a Crosby, Stills, and Nash concert with, that my uncle was a sound technician on, sitting backstage with my mom, and I looked over at her, and I don't really know why, but I just asked her if she would teach me to knit when we got home. And sure enough, the next day, she taught me how to knit. And at first, I really liked it, but uh, managing the two needles became really cumbersome, and I decided that knitting wasn't for me. And that's when my mom thought that I might like crochet. She learned from my grandmother who died before I was born. And my grandmother used to make borders for handkerchiefs out of wax thread. Wax thread is a very fine thread that needs to be covered in wax to keep it from breaking when it's being worked with. Then you wash it and the wax comes off and it's left with this really delicate lace. So my mom taught me how to make links into a chain and how to connect them all. And I was hooked from there. No pun intended. The first thing I learned to make was a granny square. And I've always been a pretty ambitious person. And even at 11 years old, I decided that my first project was going to be a big one, and I was going to make this giant granny square afghan. It was big enough to fit a double-sized bed, and I made it with whatever yarn was lying around the house, this tacky acrylic and scratchy fibers and colors that looked like someone had just smudged up a rainbow. I mean, it wasn't like an eyesore or anything, but it definitely wasn't a cohesive color scheme. And then this afghan had been in my family for almost 20 years now, and when I was getting ready to move to Chicago to go to college, I had planned on bringing the afghan with me, and when I told my mom I was taking it because I made it, after all, she told me no. She said it was hers and I couldn't have it and I couldn't believe it. And to this day, she still won't let me have it. But I will say it's a huge comfort when I go home and I see her sitting in her living room all wrapped up in it. So there were many years when I didn't crochet at all, mostly because I didn't have the money for materials and I was focused on school at the time. Then my junior year came around and I took this multimedia arts class. And one day we worked with yarns and knitting and crochet and suddenly it all came back to me. I crochet probably once a day now. It's become a compulsion for me. I'm constantly making things for people and learning new stitches and skills all the time. It's just become a daily part of my life. In this past Christmas, I went home and my mom saw me working on a shrug that I was making to wear for New Year's Eve. And she left the room and when she came back, she had this stack of old handkerchiefs and told me that these were the handkerchiefs that my grandmother made probably over 60 years ago. And I went through the whole stack. I just couldn't believe the detail and how delicate they all were. And that's when my mom told me to take the ones that I wanted. She told me to take whichever ones. It didn't matter. And like I said before, my grandmother died before I was born, so I've never had any real connection to her. But when my mom was willing to give me these really precious little things that my grandmother Helen made so long ago, I finally got that connection. So those handkerchiefs are now in a frame in my apartment. And 
and I look at them every single day for inspiration. And that's my story, ramblings and stumblings and all. My business name is Mama Sass Designs, M-A-M-A-S-A-S-S Designs. Thanks so much, Telegraph. Bye. Okay, I have a secret. I have no patience for knitting or crochet. When I got pregnant with my twins, I decided this is the time to learn one or the other. So I went out, I got the instructions, I got the books, I got the yarn, I got the sticks or whatever the hell you use, and I tried to learn. I tried and I tried for weeks. I think my brain just doesn't work right for knitting. I don't have a knitter's brain. Same thing for jigsaw puzzles. I just can't wrap my head around these things. It's kind of sad, really. Knitting and jigsaw puzzles make me feel kind of dumb. So I applaud all of you knitters and crocheters out there. So because knitting makes me feel really dumb, when I have something that's knit that's really important to me, I get really sad when I lose it. And I recently lost my favorite hat. It was this big, chunky orange and blue and white hat that I bought from Heidi Kenny of my paper crane like five years ago. So I lost it. And I thought, okay, I'll learn to knit. And I will make giant orange hats for girls with lots of hair like me. Nope. Still can't learn, even though I needed to. So I'm totally doomed. The good news is that Morgan's Etsy shop, mamasassdesigns.etsy.com, is filled with big, chunky, crocheted hats. And of course... I also just found Heidi's hat and another hat with it that my friend Pagan sent me from New Zealand because she knew I had lost Heidi's hat. Now that I have hats aplenty, it is, of course, the first day of spring. Go figure. Check out what Morgan does at mamasassdesigns.etsy.com. Now we want to hear from you. This podcast is listener-generated. Just call our toll-free voicemail line at 1-888-317-3785 and leave a message up to five minutes long. It's okay if you make a mistake. Call again and leave another message. You can get all this information plus much, much more at HelloCraft.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back next week with another episode of HelloCraft. HelloCraft is produced by me, Tina Seamonster, and edited by the lovely Chrissy Downing.